We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk Radio 71, everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex. Dawn oh, and Kenny, it's oh, oh well, well. There's a way to start the show. God bless you, Alexis. <laughs> Thank you. <Woo. laughs> it is good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, good morning, buddy. Good morning, Dawn. Good morning, Kenny. On this Tuesday, June second, twenty twenty, six oh one is the time. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Uh, welcome to and there's some fun days I'm going to list here just to give us a little smile for a second. It is National Rocky Road Day. It is National Bubba Day. I don't know what Bubba means, but uh, I think it's uh, bubblegum. Welcome to National Rotisserie Chicken Day. Uh Welcome to National Leave the Office Early Day. And wow, doesn't that have a new meaning today Uh, during during the pandemic? uh, Welcome to Blackout Tuesday and welcome uh, to your very first sip of delicious coffee, everyone. Cheers. 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 How's that pod? Oh, it's it's good. Okay. It's good. It's actually, you know what? I'm drinking the uh, the company coffee, and uh, I know Kenny won't approve of that, but it's uh, what we do, Kenny. You know, uh, it's what... well, you got to do whatever you have to do to get by. Yeah. Exactly. I thought it was Better a Starbucks pod. Oh, it is a Starbucks pod today. Oh no, no, oh, I was getting yeah. to the fact of no, I have to drink the company coffee, and Don said, "Don't do that." Um, you'll it'll kill you. So uh, <laughs> there's a pod. So I, I everybody because I was running a little bit late this morning and uh, didn't have a chance to do my eight hour coffee routine in my sure. uh, George Clooney coffee machine because that's you know that's it's eight that's, hours. Yeah, that's eight That's eight and a half hours, Lex. And I just did. I just did not have time uh, time for that. Um, how's everybody doing, Lex? How you doing? <laughs> I know. It's just uh, we have to talk, so I just yeah, thought I would no, ask. I, out of yeah, politeness. I mean, who yes. else uh, was up all night and uh, you know making sure watching as things unfolded and uh, making sure everyone's okay and yeah, um, yeah, that was kind of uh, it's been that way for days now. But yeah, um, Kenny, how did you uh, how did you sleep last night? Oh well, I was exhausted after yesterday afternoon, yeah. so yeah. I slept from I think. Uh, 5 p.m. till midnight and again from 2 to 4. I so was I'm, oh, nice. I'm pretty good. I was uh, corresponding with our new friend uh, Pierre and uh, he texted when he uh, got back to Illinois and he said that he met up with you Kenny yesterday. Uh well, we chatted via oh, text message. Oh, I got it. Actually, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh I I wasn't able to get there. I had to work until 2. I wasn't able to get there until after he left and 
when I got there, uh, I had a hard time finding him. I did find another group of people I helped out for a while, and then I found his crew, and it was uh, it, it was uh, it was a uh, hundred people doing a ten man job. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I left those guys alone, alone and went further down uh, West Lake Street and uh, helped some folks out. Oh, nice, nice. So there were a lot of people out yesterday, even in the. I did in, take yeah. some uh, Kenny time though, and. Went to a business that had been hit or, uh, earlier and and spent three hundred dollars on a window unit, so uh, oh. an, an AC unit. So well, that's yeah, good. That's really hot. Yeah. Came home, came home and slapped that baby in because my central air has gone out. Oh. oh no, of course, of course, perfect time just when Mother Nature <laughs> decides to turn it to ninety degrees. Yeah, um, and it's not a simple fix either. So uh, we're we're using window units for a while. Oh, nice. Well, uh, uh, ironic that you mentioned that. Yesterday, Colin picked me up uh, from the station here, and uh, at the parents or the the in laws' uh, uh, cabin in Princeton, they they have air conditioning, but for whatever reason, the room where we sleep we call it the whale room, and not because of a weight problem, but just because there's a giant blue whale on the wall, <laughs> and. Um, in that room, and we do not know why, and my father-in-law thinks that we're just being babies, but the air does not circulate in there the way that it does in every other room. When we wake up and we open that door for the first time in the morning, there is an, a, there is a, at least a five-degree temperature difference between the rest of the house and our room. And we've tried everything. Uh, Carl has cut the door a little bit on the bottom to let more air in. Uh, there is an air conditioning vent. Anyway, so Colin has been bound and determined to get a standalone little air conditioner unit. So he pre-ordered one, I don't know, over the weekend. And he was supposed to pick it up in Hudson um, at like the Home Depot in Hudson or something. It was the only place around here that had the 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 this particular air conditioner that he wanted the right BTUs am I saying that right Kenny is it the BTUs or whatever I, the, the strength of the air conditioner he just wanted one yeah. he pre- know what you mean thank you he he pre-ordered it drove all the way to Home Depot and uh, he's like he got in line you know because now with the social distancing you have to get in various lines a line to get in a line to do this it gets in waits 20 minutes uh, to get up to the counter. And the woman goes, oh, I, I don't have this. I, I don't have your order here. And he goes, oh, no. well, here's a picture. I took a picture because Colin and I have learned, you know, Disney yeah. vacations. We take pictures of every ticket, every, yeah. we, we anything. <laughs> Good plan. Yeah. So he goes, no, no, I have the verification here in the code. And, you know, and Martha behind the customer service desk, she goes, oh, you're going to have to go over there to that kiosk and print out, you know, this or that. The Colin goes, are you kidding me? So he goes all the way over, waits in another line, prints it out, walks back over to Martha, uh, waits in her line again, gets up there, and they call they call the stock people. <laughs> they gave it away from the time oh, that they ordered it to the time that Colin drove all the way, and he called. He called. He goes, I'm in the cities, and I just want to make sure before I drive there that it's there. Oh, yeah, it's here. From the time that it took Colin, which is probably, he worked a little bit, about an hour and a half, two hours, somebody had accidentally sold. So <laughs> he waited in like all these three lines. And then he calls me and I was like, hi, 
He goes, uh, I think I need a cocktail this evening. And I said, oh, it's it's 11. Like, what what, what could possibly have happened? And he told me, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's it's my just gosh. one of those things of, like, you wait in line. And, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Dawn, how are you? <laughs> doing okay. I'm doing the best I did I can. not, um, I did not um, uh, sleep very well. Uh, I wake up like, you know, every 30 minutes or so and look at the clock and I don't know what's going on. I think it's just overall stress, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. and just wondering what's going on and just forcing myself not to look at anything. Uh, That's because the part. honestly, the doom scrolling really isn't good for us. We have to get up early in the morning and do our jobs and talk about whatever's going yes, we on. Do. And I have decided that I have to remove myself from it because there's nothing that I would be able to do about uh, any situation in the middle of the night yeah. that broke out. And I have all of you on my emergency call list on my favorites. So if something happens and you need to reach me, I will pick up the phone. Yeah. Uh, we got to take care of ourselves you know it's just it's too much sometimes and you alexis i'm like you i can get into watching things for hours i mean this weekend it was like we were up until you know 1 32 a.m watching things unfold the live coverage and there had to be a point where i said i to in order to be able to be okay for next week i have to stop this and it yeah. might sound insensitive, but um, you can't be plugged into this 24-7 and then be okay mentally. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, I, I guess I, as I'm seeing, you know, some of the, the, the looting and the arson and all of that, it just takes away from the message. And I just, I, I just really hope that, oh, the people responsible because that's not the real people who are in the fight you know yeah exactly they that they get caught and that the real message comes through and i just i just fear that that's not what's happening it's happening lex um the good people are driving the bad people out uh i am plugged in 24 hour uh, 24 7 and it is not good for me mentally yeah what i have noticed (laughs) over and over and over again is uh, BLM is driving out uh, the people posing as yes. BLM and doing really, really bad things. And it's and it's the citizens. It's good. it's all of us of all races driving out the bad people. So so good things are happening. It, it, it's more organic uh, than I expected, but it, yeah. it, it's the only thing that's has brought me hope. Mm. Yeah. You, you know, I, I'm not going to name the bad groups because I don't. There's no way for me to confirm who they are or if they are who they say they are. And there's yeah. been a lot of accusations thrown around. But if you do oh, a, God, a yeah. bunch of searching, you will find uh, true BLMers and true Americans driving out the bad people. So there is hope. Yeah. Just like our friend Pierre, who came up. Absolutely. From Illinois. 611, everyone. The My Talk resource page presented by AARP is up and running with information uh, that you can use. Uh, resources, both uh, good stuff and, and important stuff as well. You can find that at MyTalk1071.com and use keyword resource. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Tuesday, June 2nd, 2020. 617 is the time. Obviously, all the newscasts last night uh, had extensive coverage of not only the peaceful protests uh, here in Minneapolis, uh, 
George Floyd's Across youngest, uh, yeah, George Floyd's youngest brother, uh, coming to Minneapolis yesterday. I have a, a little bit of um, his moving uh, speech thoughts oh, and words yes. to the crowd yesterday um uh, but also uh the the nightly news was covering the protests all around the world as alexis said and what these protests really mean the peaceful ones we're not talking about the ones that alexis and kenny referenced in our last segment uh here's that had the- nothing to do with the movement yes here's uh, an nbc news correspondent uh talking to protesters uh talking about what the message is and why this is so important and why uh they want their uh, their voices to be heard take a listen we have been here before each generation has had to deal with it it's just a continuous cycle of hurt and killing and senseless violence Protesters taking to the same streets, signs with the same words, chants echoing the same message. The only difference, the names. Each time that same hope for progress is followed by yet another death. How many of you have protested this before in some form? They all raise their so hand. All of you all, all of you all have been out protesting police brutality in some form before. Tired. I have to protest my right to not be killed. It's that feeling of frustration, of desperation, driving so many to try yet again to be heard. It feels different. Brittany um, Packnett helped organize rallies in Ferguson six years ago. Certainly there is a frustration and a despair and an exhaustion that is very familiar. But also there is more understanding that people have to be actively anti-racist in their everyday lives. But just like then... Calm is turning to chaos. President Trump and his attorney general say the violence is fueled by Antifa, a militant anti-fascist movement, but have not provided any proof of that. Local officials say they believe some anarchists and other extreme groups are directing looting and violence. In an essay published today, former President Obama writes, we should not excuse violence or rationalize it or participate in it. He says the focus should be on both protest and politics, adding reforms to police departments and the criminal justice system often happen at state and local levels. This video from Charlotte, viewed millions of times, captures a raw pain spanning generations. What you see right now is going to happen 10 years from now. So what I need you to do right now at 16 is come up with a better way. He angry? At 46, I'm angry at 31, you angry at 16. And so that is why they march. We're trying to teach our kids that yes, you can have a voice. You can stand for what's right. With the hope that this time finally can be the last. Blaine Alexander, NBC News, Atlanta. That aired last night on the NBC Nightly News. Wow. Pretty powerful to hear those. um, We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Voices talking about you've heard I'm angry, you're angry, he's angry, you know, at all those ages. And when's it going to stop? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, um, George Floyd's brother went uh, went to the location where oh his... Oh my gosh, bro- wasn't that just heartbreaking, you guys? The video, the pictures. Yeah. Gets out of the car and kneels right down where it was and thanks everyone for being there. But his, pa- his message was very powerful. Here's a little bit of uh, what he said to the crowd. So if I'm not over here wilding out, if I'm not over here blowing up stuff, if I'm not over here messing up my community, then what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Y'all doing nothing. Because that's not going to bring my brother back at all. It may feel good for the moment, just like when you drink. But when they come down, you're going wonder, to wonder what you did. My family is a peaceful family. My family is God-fearing. Yeah, we upset. But we're not going to take it. We're not going to be repetitious. In every case of police brutality, the same thing has been happening. Y'all protest. Y'all destroy stuff. And if they don't move, you know why they don't move? Because it's not their stuff. It's our stuff. So they want us to destroy our stuff. They're not going to move. Wow. George Floyd's youngest brother um, here in Minneapolis yesterday. Excellent choice of words. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg, uh, I'll play this a little bit later, maybe on the other side of the break, because it's a little longer. It's about four minutes, and we're going to go up against the clock here. But uh, Whoopi Goldberg posted, not on The View. This wasn't on The View. She she sat in her, I believe it looked like her house, and uh, just talked, talked to people. Um, as only Whoopi can, and uh, and it and it and it's on the same thread that you heard uh, George Floyd's brother talk. Um, Nora O'Donnell yesterday too. I flipped over, and she had a fantastic conversation with the head of the Smithsonian, Lonnie Bunch, um, uh, an African American, uh, just stellar, stellar individual. And it was a fascinating conversation that uh, I thought you guys would enjoy and maybe get a little bit out of. Uh, take a listen to this, if I can. Do my computer right this morning. Here we go. Take a listen. Now leads the Smithsonian Institution and is the founder of the National Museum of African American History and Culture, which chronicles the country's troubled past with race. Bunch said America is at a tipping point. The protest is always the way those who are voiceless speak. And so I've always thought that protest in some ways is the highest form of patriotism because you're really trying to make a country better. What about the violence connected with these protests? There's frustration. Um, But I think we want to make sure is that these protests keep focused on what this is about. It's about honoring um, uh, George Floyd. It's about making sure this country realizes that this is the moment it can change itself. What do you think history teaches us about this moment we're in? You know, I keep hearing the words of Ella Baker every day when she said, until the killing of a black mother's son 
is considered as important to this country as the killing of a white mother's son, we who believe in freedom cannot rest. So for it tells me this is a time for us not to rest, for a time to realize that history suggests that this is a part of a long arc. The arc of history bends towards justice, but it bends slowly. It bends towards justice slowly, and the challenge for us is to recognize that this is a moment that really needs to be a tipping point. Yesterday, Sunday, was the 99th anniversary of the deadliest race massacre in American history, Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you look back in history, you will find these moments of real pain. You'll see riots in New Orleans during Reconstruction. You see the destruction of the black downtown in the Tulsa riots. Um, you will see the riots in Harlem in the 1940s. Um, so therefore, this is not new. And the fact the loss of life, unfortunately, you see so many people who have, in some ways, had their left, last breath taken by the lynch rope, by the bullet, and now the knee. My concern is that as a black man, I'm lucky. I'm still breathing. But as a black man in America, I wonder for how long. Let that sink in. We'll be right back, everyone. Stay with us. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. And don't forget, we're also streaming around the world at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace with. Lex, Dawn, and Kenny, we appreciate you being here on this summer day. And boy, oh boy, is it a summer day. Kenny said it's going to be Ooh. 117 degrees outside. Yeah. Kenny didn't, isn't that what we said or something like that? 117 with 120% <laughs> humidity. Ooh, it's really, really hot, guys. Wow. It's very hot. I made the horrible mistake, and we'll get to Whoopi in just a second, but I, I made the horrible mistake yesterday. I wanted to... Um, and this kind of goes smooths into Whoopi eventually, because um, I work at a news and work at the other station. I get press releases and I get you know I get crap I don't want to see. And I I was reading reports of these yahoos, and that's even being too nice. These just awful human beings that really have uh, uh, infiltrated our city, and that's an overdramatic term, but they really have. And I was reading this report of this one, and he is just a just a horrible, horrible person. 24, 25, drove in from Illinois, uh, oh, drove gosh. in from Illinois, and uh, uh, was stupid enough, uh-huh. stupid enough to Facebook Live him uh, basically handing out flammable yeah. bombs or whatever. I saw that. Yeah, did you see that, Kenny? Uh, yeah, I did. And his his purpose is destruction. Yeah. And that's what's sad is that uh, that is not the message here. Yeah. That true true protesters but, for Black Lives Matter. But there's good news there with this guy. Right. Jason? Yeah. They got him. But yeah. 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 That's him. true. Yeah. But but in the eyes of, of some folks watching the news on yes. Friday night, the yes. the the damage, the perception damage has been done. Yeah, and, and they've they you know, on camera so yeah. many people going, wait a second and protesters peacefully walking saying, Look, there yeah. this this girl did it, then they're in black on skateboards, white people who are, yeah. you know, anarchists basically. And yep. and, and at least 
we have that, but you're right. I don't know if those voices are being heard. No, and and I know again. I had uh, I Don had had it, and I'm not. Don was open about it, so I'm like Don had uncomfortable conversations with people in her life. I had a horrible one over the weekend, and it's just um, that type of thing. The thing we're just describing, the perception problem, is what well one of many. It's multi layers of anguish. Uh, it's one of the layers that really uh, simultaneously pisses me off and devastates me is it folks, is. folks that won't uh, folks that have a shallow base of knowledge on uh, perhaps civil rights. And I, th- this is this isn't coming from judgment. This is just m- matter of fact. Yeah, this is steeped in history. Uh, yeah. Uh, folks that don't uh, aren't steeped in history. Um they see these images and they they group everyone together, whether they're a peaceful protest or not. Oh well, there's uh, there's you know this destruction. It must be the pro. Well, no, it's it's very la- It's more layered than that. And uh, I, I saw this incredible interaction. Lex and I spoke last night, and we had both seen the video of all places. TMZ posted it of these two white t- teenage girls spray painting, vandalizing a Starbucks. And a uh, a black teenager walked up and said, "Stop!" I'm paraphrasing. Stop mm-hmm. it! Stop oh, yeah, it! She got right yeah. up. In Did you see this too, Kenny? Yes. yes. Oh, awesome! Awesome. Yes. She goes, yeah. "Stop it!" Because you know why? And the girls are like, "Why?" She goes, "Well, because we're going to be blamed for it. We're going to exactly. be exactly black this folks cause are going to be righteous. Yeah, and that is crap. Nobody can put up with. No, on both sides." So it's just, it just, yeah. Anyway, that's what makes me mad because it makes these conversations. This isn't a woe is me, but I'm just saying it makes these conversations when you're tr- not to convert people when when you're trying to when you're Open trying hearts. to get folks to understand and change their heart. Yep. It makes those conversations more difficult because uh, it's hard to. It's hard Beyond to break that. into those nuances, and uh, especially when there's when there's rightful fear and anger. You know, uh, people are watching these things play out on their TV screens, and I get why people are frightened. I was scared. I, I was scared for my city uh, mm-hmm. in multiple layers. Again, layers of anguish. I was sad and angry. I, I was fearful. I, I said it. I was very open about it on Friday. For the first time in my adult life, when I went to bed Thursday into Friday, I was like a baby. I, I went. I was shaking. I actually asked Colin to come to bed instead of watching the Golden Girls for another three hours. I said, "Please, no, uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm not joking." I went back in the movie room and I said, "May I request your presence?" And I felt like a child, being needing to be tucked in. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Whoopi, as I said uh, yesterday, uh, this wasn't on the View. This was Whoopi. <laughs> Whoopi in her tank top, uh, sitting sitting she did on her Instagram s- live, didn't she? Or was it uh, I, Facebook I believe live? So I think it was Instagram. It's her own social live. media. Yeah, yeah. It was her own social media. It wasn't on ABC. I'm plugging in here. Um, and uh, he, I'm just going to let this roll. I think it's worthy. Um, I think uh, it's it's you know you'll see. Take a listen. Mm-hmm. So I've been up pretty much most of the night watching all of the protests and the rioting that went on all over the country and this is what occurs to me if you burn everything down and tear everything down we still have to come up with a solution to how to make sure we never have to watch another 
black man being murdered on television. How do we get rid of that? What do we do? Because burning stuff down doesn't seem to be the the answer, you know. I looked at uh, what was happening in Los Angeles and I kept thinking, doesn't anybody realize that some family saved up all their money to open up a nail shop and now it's burnt to the ground or it's emptied or destroyed and you know they've been closed for what nine ten weeks so the possibility of them being able to come back and go to work is probably gone and then I look at all the places in Colorado and Miami and I just keep thinking, what is the end game here? Because I don't think this is what George Floyd would have wanted. I don't think, or maybe I'm wrong, but did anybody ask his family what they needed people to do and mm -hmm. how they needed people to respond? Did anybody ask the Floyd family this? Did anybody say to the Floyd family, hey, what can we do for you, how can we help get this word out? Because I gotta tell you, after you do all of this, what's the next step? What's the end game? Because this doesn't help anybody. This just makes it hard for people who have handicaps and have hard time getting around the cities. Makes it hard for them. Because now stuff is closed, streets are closed, and not because you can have a restaurant eating experience, but because the buildings have been burned down. And what about the supermarkets and the people who spent their lives trying to save up enough to have a franchise? Guys, this is not the answer. This is not the answer. We need to sit down and take us a step back. We need to take a step back. And I get it because from Central Park to, to George Floyd, to the young lady, Brianna, who was shot in her apartment, to just name it, it is endless, endless, endless stories of black people being taken out for no reason, being shot just for running. And it doesn't help that the person in the White House. There we go. Whoopi Goldberg, everybody. Mm -hmm. <sighs> She's right. Uh, and we do know what George Floyd's family wants. Yeah, we, we heard played a little it two bit. minutes ago. Yeah, yeah he, he wants, uh, and they want um, not nonviolence, um, but they also want justice for their brother. And what does that mean? Do you, Have you guys looked into what the family wants? <sighs> They want systematic change. I mean, they want yes. top-to-bottom change. They want all four cops prosecuted to the highest degree possible. Um, first degree. I mean, that's 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 what they want. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I, I read, I, I, I read uh, yeah, reports. What is the holdup? Do we know? Oh, no. go ahead. You read reports? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, I, you know, I, I read more reports about just problem. I mean, this isn't everybody. I want to say that. We, we all know people that are officers, but you read about just the layers and layers of, of problems um, at the MPD. And you're like, wow, is, is this, how can we solve this without just starting from 
scratch, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it just gets a little. That's why there's you heard uh, Alexis's friend James yesterday say that he's a little pessimistic. Um, I, I can understand why when you hear um, bluntly Keith Ellison uh, bl- bluntly saying it's very hard to prosecute police officers. Um, so I don't know. Six. I'm sure they're investigating oh. Alexis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, right. As yeah. far as like of determining but who I, said what. I, I, yeah, I mean, we all agree that they should be. Um, but where the lack of hope comes, they always investigate and they always have a record. Mm-hmm. This guy that was finally ar- yeah. uh, arrested has a long record and he was oh, still yeah. serving. 18, you know, 18 things, yeah. Kenny. Yeah. I mean, in this delayed yeah. justice, it's just, it's steeping. It's just, it, it makes how it long worse. will this take? Yeah. yeah it makes it, it does. a lot worse. And we need to start naming names within the department. And if you have a record like that, you just you're going to have to go. Yeah, you know yeah. that's it. And that's been the problem so far. They don't go. No. And that's why we what we need anywhere. to demand as humans, you know, to you know, really take a look and and let's move let's move forward from this because that that is where real change will happen. But until there there seems to be not much happening, not much going on. Yeah. And I think we all need to stand up for that. Absolutely. 642, uh, we're going to take a small little break here, and we'll be back after this. 648, welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, everything, every t- everything entertainment, everything, everything else. <laughs> remember remember the old days uh, when all we had to deal with was a big stack of carts and we really thought that was a pain in the butt yeah. plugging each commercial in and, and hitting a button to play that commercial oh for the old days yeah. oh for the old <laughs> yeah. days Dawn, Dawn, Dawn literally oh, aged Dawn. Yeah. Dawn aged five so- years uh Yes, in that commercial break. There's you, you, things po- that folks, I can't see that I yeah. can't stop from happening. <laughs> yeah, My that's all I gotta say. You gotta understand, Dawn is like building a house of cards while having dodgeballs fired at her. Yes. And, and when there's when there's dead air in Dawn's head, what you're hearing and all she's hearing is one. Two, yeah. three. I mean, the seconds yeah. are counting off. You're under so much pressure there, Don. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry for what's happened. If that happens again, just tell Jason and I and Lex to take it. We'll just come back on. We'll and start talk. talking. Well, I did. We, I, yeah, beat that computer into oh. submission. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Uh, thank I'm you. So sorry. Yeah. Oh. So sorry. Fine. I just wish. Everybody knew what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I am yeah. pulling up a oh paper document and typing in numbers furiously into the computer to try to find things to plug in. And I'm just like, it's like, oh. you know what we need? We need yeah. the National Guard to come in and hose down that control <laughs> room, God. just blast all that equipment. Oh. Out of there. <laughs> Go back to old school broadcasting mm. with carts and reel to reels. Gosh. You're, you're taping reels together. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen at the end of this because yeah. there's an element that happens where we have our end music, and yeah. I can't put that in. So well, let's okay. just see well, what God happens. Speed. All yes. right. Okay. The Great. three of us, uh, the three of us, can't shut up. So if something goes wrong, just tell us to take over and exactly. start yammering away. All right. Let me try oh, to yeah. work on this while you guys talk. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Oh my goodness! God, I, I'm just sitting here going, "Oh, poor oh, Don!" Oh, I know. Poor, and yeah. I'm all cringy and oh, because oh, we've been there before. I know that. Like, yes, I mean, the Gaga song activated, and I'm like, I love it. Uh, so <laughs> but that, let's that's just... supposed to be 
happening. No, that's, that's not, not supposed <laughs> to be happening. And then, uh, and oh. then our closing music happened, and that wasn't supposed mm. to happen. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, right. it was glorious. Yeah. Oh. It was. It was a, normally I laugh when things go wrong, but no, now it's not. Oh, oh well. Yeah. No, no, and it was like one thing after the, the other. Yeah. It wasn't just like one thing. It was like boom, all this other stuff. So, yeah. oh man. But oh, let's well. blame B. Arthur. Oh, B. This is well, your fault. Yeah. It actually is. <laughs> it actually is oh, B. Is Arthur's it? fault. She's yeah. so overworked, yeah. you guys. It's just insane. But we'll still blame her because she's not up anyway, so she doesn't hear us anyway. Yeah. Oh, oh, I said it. Um, I said it leading into the whoopee stuff, and I never kind of uh, finished it. I made the awful error yesterday of, and I wanted to check my neighborhood for all the reasons we laid out um, these these buttholes that are in, in our city. Uh, just causing trouble. So I was being a good citizen of my neighborhood and I was going around looking for cars uh, with no license plates. And, you know, so I'm, I'm, but I went for a run. Oh my God, that was a big mistake. It was, uh, why? Well, it's so hot. It was 80 bazillion degrees outside and my route is mostly uncovered. There aren't a lot of trees. And I got halfway through and I was like, this is a horrible decision. This is just a, so I walked a little bit and I thought, well, that's worse because now I'm baking like a gay tater tot, you know, more because I'm just, I'm moving more slowly. So then I ran more, but then I was hot and I'm like, oh gosh. And then then I get home and Colin's like, I was worried you're going to have a heart attack. I said, well, I mean, you know. That could have happened because it was real hot outside, but no, it was, it was gorgeous. And it was, uh, it was, uh, I felt good checking the neighborhood. I felt like Barnaby Jones. I felt like Cagney and Lacey. I was going around making sure there was, you know, no shenanigans going Mm -hmm. on. So I was looking at every license plate. I I probably looked ridiculous, but I'm like, okay. (laughs) No, I think everyone has it on their mind. Yeah. Have restaurants opened over there? Um, No. Um, oh, okay. I saw one restaurant open yesterday because, you know, rightfully so, this kind of got lost in the headlines. Uh, hey, yesterday was the day that patios could open. Um, I saw right. I saw the Irish pub open in Northeast across from Certix, whose name escapes me. But they there are people out there because... Oh, so you ran across the bridge. Well, no, this was, well, I did. I always, yeah, I go from, my route is, I I go from my house, which I live in the North Loop. I basically go, um, I go down by the river. I go, I take the river to the Stone Arch. I go over the Stone Arch. I go down St. Anthony, Maine, like on Main Street. I go, I take that all the way to Boom Island Park. Oh, it's so pretty in that area. Yeah, I go across Boom Island. I stare at the millennials in their hammocks. Um, I go and <laughs> <laughs> go. Uh, what? 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 I, I stare. Are they still doing that right oh, now? With everything going oh, on. Oh God, they looked like bananas. I I felt like they were <laughs> even before banana hammocks. Yeah, before before the unrest. B- before before the unrest, I do count. I'm like count the Gen Zers in hammocks, and it's hysterical. And I'm like. Okay, you know, it's like the count from the Sesame Street, one the millennial. Ha, ha, ha. And then and they're all in their little pods or like their little millennial pods uh, and the, their little little Gen Z green beans. They're forts. It, yeah. It's pillow forts between trees is what it is. It is. It, they, oh. I mean, I don't mean to generalize, but the Gen Zers and millennials love their hammocks. Yeah. They love their hammocks. But yeah, so I go through Boom Island. I, I count the hammocks. 
Uh, and then I go over the bridge. Kenny, yo, what's that bridge called right there? Uh, I don't know. We have next to the Stone Arch. Next to no, ne- no, Stone across from Boom Island Park, right? Connected to Boom Island Park. Anyway, Plymouth. Pl- 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 I knew the Plymouth Avenue Bridge. Yeah, I think that's yeah, what it is. Plymouth. I do yeah. that, and then I take that, and then I uh, get back on River Parkway and take that all the way home. So you saw some people on the patio, or were oh, girl, they? They were all yeah. I mean, so there the, like four tables, or no? The other yeah, quite a few. Um, oh, okay, there are quite good. a few, and I'm like, they, you know, and Colin and I were close to doing it because we were looking for food, and everything was closed. So I was like, uh, okay, but uh, yeah, so they're all open. It was a surreal yeah, like a weird scene, time guys. For that. Yeah. Uh, I was on Far East Lake Street, went to a hardware store, and I should have taken a picture because when I got out and I loaded the AC up across the street from the hardware store is a boarded-up restaurant, plywood on all the windows and doors, and three tables yep. outside <laughs> and people eating. And it was just so, so weird, surreal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Guys, we're going to take a short break. We will be back to start the 7 o'clock hour right after this.